Can you go ahead and worship God now? Give him praise in your own words. Magnify him. Thank him for the 11th month, the first Sunday. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. We magnify you, Lord. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, words are not enough to praise you for all you have done for us. Daddy, you have done so much for us. And we have come to say thank you. Blessed be your name, Lord. For in Jesus' name, we have worshipped. God bless you. Please be seated. The third Bible reading is taken from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 20, reading from 9 to 16. Luke 20, 9 to 16. Then began he to speak to the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and led it forth to husbandmen and went into a far country for a long time. And at the season, he sent a servant to the husbandmen that they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard. But the husbandmen beat him and sent him away empty. And again, he sent another servant, and they beat him also, and entreated him shamefully, and sent him away empty. And again, he sent a third, and they wounded him also, and cast him out. Then said the Lord of the vineyard, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be they will reverence him, when they see him. Verse 14. But when the husband men saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. What therefore shall the Lord of the vineyard do unto them? Verse 16 and the last verse. He shall come and destroy this old man, man and shall give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. Praise ye the Lord. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we ask that you breathe upon your word this morning, that both the speaker and the heir will be blessed therein in the mighty name of Jesus. We request of you to speak to us in a language that we all understand this morning, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus for mercy. We ask that the spirit of the Most High God will overshadow this assembly now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be the ascending and descending of angels. Let your power take over this moment and let the glory be yours and the blessings be ours, Lord. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise ye the Lord. You are welcome to church again this Sunday. We thank God for the opportunity to be gathered. We thank God for the theme that we have been considering these past months. 
And today, we're continuing. Today, we're looking at claiming your inheritance. Or better put, claim your inheritance. If you belong to Jesus, then you obviously have an inheritance in Christ. But if you do not belong to Jesus, you do not have an inheritance in Christ. So, the advice this morning of the charge is that the first thing you need to do is that make sure that you belong to the family of God. Which was the foundation that was laid expressly last week that we are God's heritage if we belong to him. If you are a member of that family, the qualification to be a member is that you must have surrendered your life to Jesus and you must have become born again. You must have accepted him as your Lord and personal savior. That's the condition. If you have not met that condition, then you are not entitled to lay claim to the inheritance in Christ Jesus. And the beautiful thing, as we read in 1 Peter 1, is the fact that the inheritance we're talking about is not the type of inheritance that we discuss at earthly, as earthly parents, where some of us are afraid to go and ask for our father's inheritance because of obvious reasons of what you think may happen, even though it may not happen. But for some people, you just wouldn't go and ask for your inheritance uh, because there are vultures, there are people who are already laying claim to that inheritance. So when you come to ask, then you will be forced to, you will need to fight. But conversely, even in the scriptures, to lay claim to our inheritance means that we must be ready to face the giants. We must be ready to drive out the inhabitants of the land that God has possessed for us to be able to lay hold on that inheritance. But we have every assurance in the scriptures to the effect that we're backed by the heavens to contend and claim that inheritance. For example, in Psalm 2, verse 8, it says he has given unto us, Psalm 2, verse 8, he said, ask of me, and I shall give thee the heaven for thy inheritance, and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possession. It is settled. It's not going to go and obtain it from anybody. It is not for a discussion at a family meeting. It is that God is committed to give to us. All we need do is to ask. And the charge to us this morning is that you must ask for your inheritance. You know, when you look at the scriptures in Numbers 27, Numbers 27, 5 to 7, it talks about the daughters of Zelophehad. It said, And Moses brought their cause before the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, the daughters of Zelovedad speak right. There is no contention about the fact that once you are a child of God, you belong to the family of God, then you can lay hold, you can lay claim to that inheritance in Christ Jesus. And this was exactly what the daughters of Zelovedad did. They went to Moses and said, we have an inheritance 
Our fathers have possessed that inheritance for us. We need that inheritance. He said, and thou shalt surely give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brethren. And thou shalt cause the inheritance of their father to pass to them. I pray for you this morning that the inheritance of the father will pass to us in the name of Jesus. Everything that is contained in that inheritance, God will release to us in the name of Jesus. They went to Acts, and as if that was not open, you now get to Joshua 17, and you begin to read from 3 to 4. Joshua 17, it says, But Selophedah, the son of Ephah, the son of Gilead, the son of Machiah, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but daughters. And these are the names of his daughters. Please move on um, to verse 4. It says, And they came near before Eleazar the priest, and before Joshua the son of Nun, and before the princes, saying, The Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brethren. Therefore, according to that commandment, which cannot change, Every promise of God, I what? Yea and amen. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be removed from it. Every promise of God that has been made concerning us is for us. It is for us. He said, according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brethren of their father. There was no controversy about it. He gave them. And the Lord is still in the business of giving. And I pray that he will give us that inheritance this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. To lay claim to an inheritance suggests that you are a child. You belong to that family. And so, if there be anything whatsoever, culture was going to deny them because they had... That family had no sons. And the culture at that time is that they do not have an inheritance. They cannot pass an inheritance. But for the sake of these daughters, because they went to Acts, because they had an understanding, they had the knowledge of God as pertaining to inheritance, they made a demand on God and said, Look, our inheritance, irrespective of what culture is saying, we demand our inheritance. The problem with Christians not having access to their inheritance can possibly be summarized to two. One is either that you do not belong to that family and so you are an enemy of God. The other one is that you lack knowledge. You do not know what that inheritance is. For example, when you look at Colossians 1, Colossians 1, 19 to 22. Give us the NLT version. Colossians 1. It says, For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth, I mean, and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Pause a moment. We were sinners. 
We had no relationship with God. Nothing could have brought us into that family. But God came in the form of man. He entered, he became, he entered into Christ. Christ then died that we might have access to that inheritance. He said, by reason of that death, we're all reconciled. We, we were enemies of God by reason of the things we were doing. But God gave his son. His blood was shed. He died on the cross and reconciled us, brought us back into that family. The moment sin was committed, we were thrown out. We were abandoned. We were disowned. But the blood of Jesus brought us back. Go on to verse 21. He said, this includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet, now, he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Praise ye the Lord. He did all of this for us. We became reconciled. We were enemies. We were alienated, as King James put it. We had no portion in him. We had no reason to lay claim to an inheritance in Christ Jesus. But Christ did this to bring us back to that family. Every time you commit a sin, every time you are found guilty of the works of the flesh as listed in Galatians 5. Give us Galatians 5, 19. It says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of thee which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things do not have a portion, do not have an inheritance in Christ Jesus. So the first thing to say to this morning is to ask yourself, can any of these be found in me? Now, the moment any of them is found in you, you become the enemy of God. So you are taken out of that family. The same way a father will come for whatever thing, a child, I mean, if a child offends a father and then he says, I disown you. Every time we commit any of these sins, every time we are this, any of this is found in us, what usually happens in the spirit is that God disowns that person. And the moment that happens, you do not belong to that family. You cannot lay claim to that inheritance. And so we must say to this, we must be sure that none of this is found in us. Because if any of them is found in you, you become the enemy of God. And his enemy cannot lay claim 
to our inheritance in Christ Jesus. That's the first reason why many do not partake of the inheritance that is in Christ Jesus. With all the beautiful package that God has for us, many still do not partake of that inheritance. Why? Because they become, either intentionally or otherwise, they have become the enemies. They've been labeled the enemy of God by reason of all of this. Brethren, we need to do a soul searching. We need to search ourselves. We need to come to the reality of the fact that anytime this happens, God turns away from us. Our cries, our prayers become an abomination unto God. He cannot accept it. No abominable, no, no sinner can offer prayer to God and expect that he will answer it. That's the first challenge. Now, the second challenge is the fact that many of us lack knowledge even of the inheritance that have been possessed for us in Christ Jesus. Hosea 4 says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. You know, if you do not know that you have an inheritance, there's no way you can lay claim to it. No way. And how do I know that I have an inheritance? Every promise of God as contained in the scriptures belongs to us. That's our inheritance. And so for us to know, we must study. There must be the increase of the knowledge of God in us. That's the only way. Because the more as you study, it becomes clearer to you. that you appear before him. He explains to you. He teaches you. It makes you to understand that some things is, I mean, are not allowed in your life as you interact with the scriptures. And so his knowledge comes. So the second reason why people will not take hold of their inheritance is what? Lack of knowledge. One is that they are enemies of God. The second one is that even when they are not enemies of God, they lack the knowledge to seek or to lay claim to that inheritance which is in Christ Jesus. Those inheritances have been given. God will not withhold them from us. They are being given. And I'll just take a few of them as we come before him this day. The Joshua 18 that we read. You know the pathetic thing about that story? Many of the tribes of Israel have had their possessions. They've taken, they've laid hold, I mean, they've been able to lay hold of their inheritance. But the scripture says, we had these seven tribes that have not been able to lay hold of their inheritance. The same way you look at the church today, and you are asking the question, why is it that the men of the world are prospering? Even when you have two, two people, a child of God, another one that is not a child of God, employed same day, and they are working, working very hard. The other one is just rising and rising, and then the other one, the child of God, who professes to be a Christian, stagnant, and is not raising questions. You must raise questions. You must ask questions. You must ask God, 
why things are happening the way they are happening. And so Joshua had to call them. Said, no, you cannot continue like this. You have an inheritance. You must go and do what? And lay, old, lay claim to that inheritance. Enough is enough. Go ahead and take hold of that inheritance. One of such inheritance is the prosperity of our soul and of everything that has to do with us. Third John, verse 2. Third John, verse 2. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper in health, even as thy soul prospereth. In other words, as you increase in age, as you advance in age, the prosperity of your soul, be it in health or whatever, is supposed to do what? To also increase. And you can lay hold of this and cry out to God and say, God. You know, people talk about old age and they say, ah, old age disease. No, the scripture didn't say so. It takes faith to come to that understanding and lay hold on God and say, God, this is what your word says, contrary to what the world says. And when you come to that understanding, God will respond to your faith. Lay hold of it. And it says in Proverbs 4.18, Proverbs 4.18, give us Proverbs 4.18, give us the NLT um, version. It says, the way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, which shines ever brighter, ever brighter, ever brighter until the full light of day. In other words, when you see the first brightness of day and you say, oh, darkness has disappeared, it's a bright day. The scripture says, throughout that day, your second hour of the day is supposed to be better than your first hour of the day. Isn't that what the scripture is saying? It says it shines brighter and brighter. There is not supposed to be a dull moment of your day, any part of your day. It says it shines brighter. There is not supposed to be any form, any part of the day that brings about, that, that, that casts darkness on your day. Situations and circumstances that makes you feel otherwise about the day. That's what the scripture is saying. It is our inheritance. We must faithfully lay hold on it as you wake up in the morning and you are going out, declare it and say, my path this day must shine brighter and brighter. Darkness has no portion in this day. And so shall it be. God is interested in bringing us to a point where we walk in faith with him. And the reality of it, men must see in our lives and in everything that has to do with us. Because it's our inheritance in Christ Jesus. Don't compromise. Don't allow the devil to suggest otherwise. 
Don't allow the economy of the nation to dictate how you live your life or you carry on in life. Walk according, live according to the scriptures. Believe him for who he is. Your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Lay hold unto it. He talks about divine health and vitality. First Peter 2, 24. First Peter 2, 24. He said, First Peter, he said, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness. Now, the requirements, you can see there's a pause there. Is that for a stripes for us to lay hold of that inheritance that talks about the fact that by stripes we are healed, we must do what? We must do what? We must live a righteous life. We must live a righteous life. But you know what? Many of us are quick to quote that other part. By his stripes we are healed. Yes, we are healed by his stripes. Those who belong to him. Those who live a righteous life. Isaiah 53 verse 5 also puts it this way. Isaiah 53. He said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. We are healed. We have it as an inheritance in Christ Jesus. It is not that he's going to possess it for us. It's an inheritance that he has released unto us. Take possession of it. Take possession of it. In him we have deliverance from whatever it is. Assuming that you fall short of in any way and you run into the trap of the enemy. The Bible says we have deliverance in him. Galatians 3. Galatians 3. 13 to 14. Galatians, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law. In other words, we did this, and the law merited this. We did this. This is what the law says. It said, He has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written. Cause is everyone that hangeth on a tree, verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come unto the Gentiles through who? Through Jesus Christ. That we, all of us, we, all of us that belongs to that family might receive the promise of the Spirit through what? Through faith. And John 8, 32 says, John 8, 32. It says, You will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Don't live a life short of the glory and the power of God walking through us, in us, and with us. Don't let the enemy suggest anything less than that to you at any point in time. When you fall short of his glory, 
run back to him and he will he will restore he will restore we have supplies from him supernatural supplies even in times of famine that we have in the land now God is able to supply 2 Corinthians 8 9 2 Corinthians 8 9 it says for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich yet for our sakes he became poor that through his poverty we might what? be rich through his poverty we might be rich there's supernatural supplies as part of the inheritance that God has possessed for us you know the beauty about that inheritance, as recorded in First Peter that we read, is that he said it is incorruptible. You, you, nothing can change the standard of it. Nothing can change the quality of it. Nothing can turn it around for any reason. It's there. He said, it faded not. It faded not. It's not about how long it does not change. That inheritance is possessed for us. We have authority. We have authority to take charge of every environment we find ourselves. Luke 10:19 says, Luke 10:19. It says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents. If serpents find its way around where you are, it says, tread upon it and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. You know what? Many times we're looking for serpents, real life serpents. We're talking about spiritual serpents, scorpions, wickedness in high places that may be controlling any environment we find ourselves. Bible says, do what? Take authority over them. Once you notice in any environment you find yourself as a Christian. As a child of God, that things are not working the way God has told you or whispered to your hearing, whether in your family, whether in the life of any child of yours, wherever, whether at your workplace, once things are not going according to the promises of God for your life, it is expected of you to take authority. Don't shy away. Take authority. And once you take authority, heaven does what? Ever respond. The weakness is that we do not take authority. We are afraid. Maybe I should put it mildly. We do not have the knowledge that we have what it takes to take authority over whatever environment that we find ourselves. Take authority. Say to your neighbor, take authority. Reign. Reign over that environment. And let God be pleased with you. You know, it's interesting that we have all of this as a package in God. But many of us behave like those seven tribes who 430 years in the wilderness, their fathers took delivery of that possession. Many died in the wilderness. Many did not survive it. For them 
to have a land for their possession. Look at verse 1 of that Joseph, I mean Joshua 18 that we read. Joshua 18, verse 1. He said, And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle of the congregation there. And the land was what? Was subdued before them. The land was subdued before them. They were able to lay claim unto that land. And so when you sing the song, we're able to go up and take up the land, to possess the land from Jordan to the sea. Is that though the enemies may be on the way to hinder, surely, 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 victory is ours. I say victory is ours. Are we bold enough to sing that song? By faith, we are able, we are able, we are able. And as we take that song, just in case you have not surrendered your life to Jesus, you do not belong to that family. You do not belong to that family. And so I'm going to give us, because we're going to pray. All heads bow now. We want to invite those who want to join in that family of God. So that as you lift up your voice in prayers this morning, God will hear you. Heaven will respond to the shout of your voice. Is there anyone in the house you want to surrender your life to Jesus? You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Or you want to rededicate your life? You want to come into that family? You are not born again. You know it. You don't need a prophet to tell you. You have not at any point in time surrendered your life to Jesus. And don't be like Nicodemus. How will I die again? Will I go back to my mother's womb after that I've been born? Don't be like him. Can you come this morning? Can you come? Lift up your hands if you want to join the family of God. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Is there anyone in the house? You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Okay, let's rise as we take that song and then we take these four prayer points. Let's rise. We, As we are take that song. able to go up and take the country To possess the land from Jordan to the sea Though the giants may be on our way to hinder God will surely give us victory We are able are able to go and take the country to possess the land from Jordan to the sea though the giants may be on our way to hinder God will surely give us victory victory on to the righteous side move on to the righteous side move on to the righteous side of God hallelujah brethren move on to the righteous side move on to the righteous side move on to the righteous side of God 
just go ahead and thank him this morning thank him for the inheritance that you have in Christ Jesus spiritual authority divine health and vitality deliverance liberty supernatural supplies go ahead and just thank him thank him for the inheritance you have in Christ Jesus supernatural success distinction thank him supernatural supplies abundant supplies thank him thank him say Lord I thank you for the inheritance that I have in Christ Jesus I appreciate you God I thank you that you you possess this inheritance for me and you handed it over Lord I thank you 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 in Jesus name we have prayed you are going to pray and say Lord open my eyes to behold this inheritance in Christ Jesus and begin to live my life and pattern my life to behold and lay hold of those inheritance pray to God say Father open my eyes of understanding to be able to lay hold on the inheritance that I have in Christ Jesus pray to God pray to God the Lord as this year runs to an end oh God let it not go with any portion of my inheritance let me lay hold on that inheritance let me lay hold on that inheritance let me lay hold on that inheritance pray to God pray to God say Lord I come against every enemy that may want to rob me of my inheritance the enemy of the work of the flesh pray against it pray against it pray against it everything that may want to put you as an enemy of God that may want to cause you to be robbed of the inheritance in Christ Jesus pray against it say Lord I pray against every enemy that may want to rob me of the inheritance that I have in Christ Jesus pray 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 against rebuke everything that may want to steal your inheritance say Lord I rebuke everything and anything that may want to steal my inheritance in Christ Jesus I rebuke you I rebuke you I rebuke you I rebuke you you cannot steal my inheritance I rebuke you I rebuke you I rebuke you in the name of Jesus and finally say I lay claim of my inheritance in Christ Jesus I lay claim of my inheritance in Christ Jesus I lay claim of my inheritance in Christ Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed let's stretch forth our hands to our brother and pray that the Lord will replenish him and that every word the Lord has heard us speak in his ears he will do for us even much more than we have spoken in the name of Jesus the word will not return void it will accomplish his purpose in the mighty name of Jesus that which has been given to us we will not trade it away in the name of Jesus. The enemy will not steal it from us. We will not lose it by carelessness in the name of Jesus. Let's pray that God will strengthen each and every one of us, including our speaker. And I will be testifiers. Testifiers as ones who have claimed and are enjoying their inheritance. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Please be seated.